All right, ladies and gentlemen, n- normally in this spot, I begin to give you a lengthy and, um, you know, highly praised introduction to my guest. But you know what? We have reached the point where this gentleman is is no longer a guest. He is officially a, uh, a co-host of sorts. Uh, he is, of course, the blogging aficionado in the North Bay area. Uh, his name is Jess Stemak. Uh, I am honored to have him here with me once again. Jesper, how are you, sir? Good, well, all, <laughs> all, all good. And you? <laughs> you know, man, I'm uh, I'm doing well. I just uh, I, I just got back from the range uh, where I had some encouraging uh, swings. I, I I guess we didn't really get. Are on. we talking Skyway? No. So we were. I was at Sunset Hills, the pa- great and powerful. You went to Sunset. I went to Sunset Hills. They have two dollar Tuesdays, two dollars for a large bucket of balls, which is just really, huh. yeah, it's really awesome. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. my, my buddy, I'm sure you know, Ryan Trask, uh, he used to, uh, I, I mean, he's still maybe, but he's probably, uh, there's a good chance he's up in Almanor. He usually does summers in Almanor, but he yeah. uh, he runs that golf course, and they've got great promotions, the, the beer deals, and yeah, it's uh, Old Sunset is a little bit of a hidden gem. It, it is, man. It's it's crazy how many awesome like kids programs they have in terms of like free instruction and free golf for you know, but what seems like basically anybody under the age of eighteen can almost go play there either for free or for like two bucks. So they they do a lot of good, uh, a lot of community good. And actually, when I was there, it was pretty interesting. I mean, this uh, they're actually thinking about relocating and basically building a brand new little nine hole pitch and butt golf course just on the other side of Highway ninety nine, and then kind of subsidizing awesome. it with like a little bit of like a housing development that's off to the side of it. Um, so they they actually had a, a lot of the plans. Uh, out displayed in the golf shop. I actually took a pamphlet home with me, so I'm going to read up on it a little bit later. But uh, you know, you know I me. Mean? I'm a sucker for any kind of golf course development news, and so even even if it's of the pitch and putt uh, par three course variety, it's uh, very very interesting. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read up on this a little bit, learn a little bit more, and then uh, try to touch base when we you know when we talk next week. Maybe I'll have some more intel and insight on what's uh, what's going on because that's it can be just very cool. A, just another uh, just another former. Chico State stud, yeah. sticking around, doing doing things the right way. Ryan Trask, <laughs> powerful Ryan Trask, oh, which is great, man. Um, yeah, I was I was gonna say that I, I felt like I needed to go to the range because I had not hit a golf ball in nine days because, and I didn't touch on it last week. Yeah, you, nine days after nine days, your your internal alarm clock is kind of it's hard to hit snooze. You just gotta go. You gotta do it. You have you to know do what it. Mean? You gotta get it out of your system. I, yeah. I know, I know, man. And normally, even going nine days feels like a lot for me. But the last time I played golf, um, and again, we didn't touch on it last week, but uh, two Saturdays ago, uh, thanks to an awesome listener by the name of Adam, who, Adam, if you're listening to this, you are the fucking man. Uh, after listening to this podcast, he heard that I had not played California Golf Club, but it was high on my, my bucket list. And the guy reached out to me via email and invited me out to go play Cal Club a couple weekends ago, which was just amazing. I was out there with him, his dad, and then actually he let me bring my dad out as well. Um, and I got to the range feeling good, hit about two balls in my wedge, and then uh, I proceeded to shank about 15 straight balls in the driving range to the point where I was so <laughs> mentally shook that I stood out on the first tee thinking to myself, there's literally a 5% chance I break 100 today. And even despite a couple of birdies, uh, 193 later, I, I was so dejected and sad that I finally got to go out to a course that I'd been wanting to play for years and years and years, and I basically just took a huge fat turd all over the golf course. So I, I, I needed to take a few days off, and then after that experience, 
getting back out there today and hitting the ball pretty flush, it, it, it felt it felt really good, Boat. Well, I'm just going to say this. Adam, if you're listening to this episode, uh, at me, buddy. <laughs> uh, I haven't played there yet. Would love to come down. I'm gonna be... I, will sponsor the, I will sponsor the domestic lights. Facebook, Twitter, handshakesbirdies.com, at me, fella. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing! Oh, which is crazy. The next, if we're ever lucky enough to uh, have Adam uh, join us for a round of golf again, I'm certainly going to uh, insist that not only you join us, but uh, perhaps I might have to enlist in your we, your educational services to make sure that uh, something like that may not happen again. I think we bring Adam up to the North Coast and, and we treat him to Better Valley or the club or Bodega, and we get it done. Hundred percent. No, I, I I absolutely agree. He's actually a uh, a new North Bay resident. He just moved from uh, San Francisco up to Marin County, so he he's in our neck of the woods. So when I told him that uh, we need to take him out to play some some wonderful North Bay golf, he was uh, he was pretty juiced and pretty excited. So I, I think that is absolutely on the docket here in the next uh, month or two. So Adam, a shout out again to you, man. Thank you very much. It was an awesome awesome day. Really enjoyed it. Um, all right. With that all being said, with the, not, hey, we, did you did you just get up to Almanor? Uh, yeah, like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Dude, it's such a gem, dude. It's gorgeous up there. Isn't I mean, it? oh, dude, it, it's funny because it's so seldom talked about, and I think it's because logistically, it'd be pretty tough for somebody to get up there if they weren't already in the North Central Valley. But dude, it's yeah. like it's like a it's like a mini Tahoe. Where the greens fees it's are like thirty percent. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Dude, last summer, like driving through Chico, it's hundred degrees. We get up to the lake, it's like eighty degrees. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's it's, it's awesome. I mean, up we got a we we rented a cabin from this suite. It's actually called Martha's Lake Cabin. The place is awesome. It's right on the water, Bailey Creek, unbelievable golf course. Mm-hmm. Ronnie and his crew there do a great job. 100%. But it's just it's it's just a, it's a gem. You get up there, you got you know Wally and Chris Plem's, uh Delhi and store there in Westwood, the Mark Peninsula Market. It's mm-hmm. just kind of all you need to get away with your buddies and play a sweet golf course and have a great time, oh. and not worry about the uh, Gray Eagle or possibly Tahoe heat. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it was, it's eighty. It's twenty degrees cooler there than it is in Chico, which is as you are experiencing right now, and I did for five years. Is a nice little slice of heaven. It, it, it really is, man. And what's wild is that it's not even a one trick pony either. I mean, despite Lake Almanor being a pretty uh, you know, a smaller community. I mean, there's there's a variety of golf to go play. I mean, you have Bailey Creek, which again, you're not going to find Bailey Creek on yeah. the Golf Digest top 100 courses in America. But you know what? It's a fucking fun golf course. It is a fun it's, it's, resort. It's, it's pretty close, of, yeah. And, and 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 they take great care of it. It's in phenomenal shape. It's just a really oh, yeah. fun 18 holes of golf. And then you got a couple other uh, courses course. up there. You know that. You know, I, I went to go visit them. They looked like they were in good shape. They looked like a ton of fun. I mean, there's three different golf courses to go play in this tiny little area way up in, like, you know, the Northern California. It is it is a hidden gem. If, if you're looking for a place to go either with family or with buddies, like you just said, the Blem store up there, I mean, everything you've got there has the makings for a phenomenal, like, long four-day weekend. And the the vibe. Yes. No one is in a rush. Nope. People are great. The service is great. It's It's... It's it's awesome up there. It's yeah. it's really awesome. Totally, totally, and completely agree. Um, yeah. So Lake Almanor, shout out. You get you guys are great. Um, yeah, I saw, I, saw, I saw you posted, and I was like, wow, that's we got to talk about that. Yeah, no, it's sweet. absolutely money. Um, all right. Before we get into a couple of the news items, I just wanted to get uh, quickly your takes on the winners, uh, the professional winners from this past weekend. Uh, Shez Reevy got his first win in over a decade. Now, admittedly, I did not watch probably more than an hour and a half total 
of the Travelers Championship yeah, this weekend. So I, I, it, it, it would just be a waste of time for me to talk about something I didn't watch. Did Did you manage to catch much of the golf tournament? I watched a little bit. Um, I, I, anytime Chez is near the leaderboard, I like what like we talked about him in the beginning of the year. Um, he's just one of those guys that's not short but not long. Just kind of plots around, real consistent. Uh, you know, he's a hybrid guy. Uh, he's got he really loads into his left side. If he, they were kind of breaking down his swing, just a guy you root for. You know what I mean? Totally. Like there was those years where he was kind of struggling to keep his card or he was, you know, had to go back or, um, but just a guy you root for. And he's not one of these guys that's six, four or didn't play, you know, college basketball. And it's, he looks like your everyday type of guy. And we need those guys to win every now and then to keep things in balance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to, he's got, he, dude, one of his sponsors is like, it's either a, great drink or something did you it's like a something blaster and <laughs> he's been rocking he's been rocking that arizona diamondbacks hat he's a local guy from phoenix he's been rocking that arizona diamondbacks hat forever and it's just you just you, nothing but but happiness comes to mind when you think Chaz Reedy winning a pga tour event in the year 2019, whether he's just surrounded by bombers. Yeah. No, and honestly, man, for any time a guy like that who's been grinding as hard as uh, Ches Reeve has for as long as he has, yeah. uh, just just the fact, like, seeing him win, but, like, I, and it seems crazy, but just knowing that he got, like, an over a million-dollar paycheck to now to the point where he oh, probably yeah. doesn't have to worry for a while and his family can actually just not worry of, like, you know, he's, not watching he's the He's been out board. there, yeah. you know. He's been out there for a long time, I guarantee. If you look at his career earnings, it's... It's well over ten million. Uh, That's amazing. So he, right. he's, he's not, he's not in that situation. Okay, he's not in Zach Suter's situation. No, no, but, Zach Suter. Uh, that that was the amazing one. I think that that might have been what I was thinking about because, dude, he. I mean, what was it? He finished third, or tied. He finished tied for second. Tied for second. Okay. Yeah, I got six hundred and sixty-three. That's pretty good. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. And I know he, he was talking about how you know. He's, you know, in all kinds of debt. He had to take out a couple of extra credit cards just to throw his oh, family could pay bills oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Oh, so, yeah, that interview, that, we saw the same interview. That was fantastic. And just, it kind of sounds like just the most genuine. Oh, real quick, back on Reedy. Please. Uh, tons of uh, of his comrades out there on tour were tweeting about it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. I guess he is really, really well-liked out there. Uh-huh. Um, that's just another reason to pull for guys like Chesney. You know what I mean? No. He's been out there that long. He's probably the most just absolute gentleman. Um, but from, from what all his comrades are saying out there, just one of the nicest guys on tour. So that's, you love hearing stuff like that versus a guy who's, you know, just locked in, doesn't do anything, only worried about himself. But, uh, yeah, Suture. How about the merry-go-ride that guy had on the weekend? Ooh, no, I, that, that is amazing, man. I mean, honestly, it just makes me really hope that uh, he can he can somehow you know find his way into a couple more top twenties uh, before the season's all said and oh. done, so his family can just you know be, just relax and enjoy. You know that's that, that, that I got absolutely I got my fingers crossed for that guy. Um, on the complete yeah. opposite side of the spectrum, uh, two of yeah. the most high profile amateur golfers oh. made their professional debuts this past week in the Travelers Championship, and honestly, this I I probably ended up watching as many hi- as as many highlights as I could find of those guys' rounds, um, as yeah. I did, you know, just regularly watching the tournament. 
Uh, what were your initial takeaways from Matthew Wolf and Victor Hovland uh, in their professional debut? You know what might <laughs> might have helped these guys along is when they really, really started covering and televising the NCAA championships and also the East Lake Cup. Mm-hmm. These guys don't seem to be bothered by a camera literally in their grill 24-7. No, you know what I mean? Not at all. Uh, where we had seen in the past a little bit of a crowds, money, media, cameras, noises, expectations, where we saw you know a little bit of a grace period, where it, and it was to be expected, but these guys look too ready. I, I could not these agree guys, more. I, I was amazed by they how know they, what, they know what to say. They know how to answer questions. Uh, these guys, I mean, Oklahoma State and some of those other big programs, they're basically now majoring in, in just PGA Tour stardom and, and everything that goes along with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. A manager, uh, you know, how to deal with the media. I guarantee all these guys have publicists. It's, uh, and, and they both just huge smiles on their face. They're not, they're like, they, they want to jump in front of the camera because they know every time they do, that's more money in their pocket. Uh, these guys look like they're ready. And same with Colin Maracoa. They, that guy, that guy hasn't freaking flinched. Um, it, it's, 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 I think, we're witnessing the beginning of a, of a serious transition. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And even though, you know, the final result for both of those guys, Matt Wolf ended up missing uh, the 54-hole cut. You know, he'll take home about yeah. 12000 bucks, and Victor Hovland finished tied for 54th. He might take home like sixteen yeah. or 17000 Um You know, but I mean, for a professional debut, I mean, I think, you know, guys like Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, it, I, I think we may have even talked about this last week and that, they seem to have set a pretty unrealistic expectation of what twenty-one-year-old guys yeah. can do when they get on a tour. It's just not. It's just not. That's not the norm. And for for these guys in their professional debuts as twenty-one-year-olds, you know, to get out there, you know, make it through fifty-four holes and then you know finish, you know, tied fifty-fourth. That's pretty goddamn good, man. I, I was really, really impressed by both of these guys. Um, as a as that, and they kind of they, they kind of laid the tracks. You know what I mean? They kind of were like, hey. Just do what we did. Here, here's our breadcrumbs. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Just, uh, be super likable. Uh, be super sociable. Be available. Um, and I think you know these guys are kind of just pulling those guys' playbook, and they're probably in a different situation than some of the guys that were first team All Americans. Um, these guys just signed huge endorsement contracts. No, they're they're incredible. I mean. Between their swings, like, do you think do you think there's any kid in Norway that's not going to want to get a Jay Lindbergh shirt because of Hovland now? Uh, unlikely to very unlikely. I think they're all going to want to get one. <laughs> they might only they might only just sell Jay Lindbergh they, they in, might just... in, 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 huh. in Norway now. Like they huh. they might just have a monopoly on the apparel in every one of those pro shops. Uh, um, that's phenomenal. I mean, those guys. So those guys are they're they're out there to win. You know what I mean? They're not out there playing for the money is nice, right? But those guys are out there to win. That's all they've done is win. Which and is I would crazy. not be surprised. I would not be surprised um, if Hovland, I don't know, Wolf, I think Wolf might take a little bit longer. Um, 
But I would not be surprised if Hovland wins in one of his sponsors' uh, exemption starts. I admittedly, like, as, as even though we were just talking about how much of a long shot that would be, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the, no. both Victor Hovland's swing is so solid. Although, I will say this. What did you think of that little giddy-up giddy hitch that he had in the top of his swing that there was uh, going around the... Uh, Going around online. Further, further lets me know that the guy is ridiculously confident. Yeah, right. He doesn't care if he gets he doesn't care if he gets ridiculed for that. By the way, the guy looks like he doesn't skip leg day, Kyle. No. He generates <laughs> a lot of power from that lower body. Uh like you can see that kid in basketball shorts be like, Okay, that kid either plays basketball or he's a running back or a linebacker. Like that kid has some freaking trunks on him. Norwegian steel, bro. Yeah. yeah really, yeah, really More impressive stuff. Um, awesome. Yeah. All right, well, let's see. I, th- I, I think that's probably good for the Travelers Championship. I, I'd say we, you know, for a for middle of the road, you know, weekend after a major oh, uh, PJ Tour yeah. event, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty good. I feel like we did it justice. Um, let, let's, move over to the, let's move over to the women's side of things, um, where Hannah Green, yeah. the Australian, won the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Um, this was a really great feel-good story. Again, I probably didn't watch much more than a couple of hours of this tournament, but I was following it pretty closely, and uh, I certainly was yeah. reading a lot of articles about the tournament and about Hannah Green uh, after it finished, and I, I just think it's so cool. Hannah Green, one of the top amateur golfers in all of Australia for several years. Uh, she has three wins on the Ladies Developmental Tour, I think, which is the Symmetra Tour, uh, if, I'm, if I'm saying that yep. correctly. Three wins there, yep. and then finally breaks through and uh, Michael Clayton, who is a golf course uh, architect out of Australia, but also a big fan of the game, hosts a couple of podcasts. Uh, he was just could not he could not get over how happy he was for her. You know, kind of stating that for several of the Australian amateurs the last couple of years, you know, Hannah Green was right there and just always seemed like she was getting foiled by one of the top you know amateur Korean players every single year. And then here we are at the PGA Championship uh, at Hazeltine, no less. And she goes out and she beats one of the best golfers in the world, and really one of the top Korean, you know, top Korean ranked women in the world, to uh, to win, not only get her first LPGA Tour win, but to do so at the Women's PGA Championship. Um, just really yeah. cool. And and on top of that, you know, she is she is one of the girls. You know, she is a kind of protege of Kari Webb, who even you know even as a young man, like I loved Kari Webb growing up. Annika Sorenstam, Kari Webb, like. My dad was taking us out to remember the Samsung Invitational Hiddenbrook that they played there for a couple of years. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I, I was out there every year, and I loved following Kari Webber. I, I thought she was awesome. Same thing with Annika, and I guess you know Hannah Green, just like us, really idolized Kari Webb growing up, and uh, was one of her kind of proteges. I, I think Kari Webb was out there on the 18th green with her, celebrating, oh, yeah. spraying champagne she all over. Her, uh, she missed the cut and then followed her the last two days. Uh, that's what I mean. That's what if you ever look closely. On all of the young Australian, whether it be male or female, on the left sleeve, there's a th- like they're literally part of the thing called uh, Golf Australia, which is uh, the main reason that a lot of the top Australian players don't come over and play college golf in the states. Hmm. They literally their amateur team, their program. Is is very very responsible for these players' success when they do turn professional. Um, it is. Uh, it, I had a, there was a kid uh, that was living in Santa Rosa and working in Bennett Valley, who has since turned professional. His name is Austin Batista. 
Um, and you know, just a little, little cart guy, little guy about five, eight. And, uh, you know, this was probably 10 years ago, uh, nine years ago. You know, the kid is probably 14 or 15 at the time. And, you know, he'd walk in the pro shop to drop off a key or something or pick something up. And, uh, you know, he'd literally be giving it to me. Like, you don't want any of this. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're scared to play me. And I'm like, yeah, okay. You're okay. And I'm like, all right, Austin. Yeah, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll go play a couple holes when we get off. But the kid is giving it to me, right? And so I, me and Jim both knew that he was going to be something special. Just a, a phenomenally polished golf swing at the age of 14. Ended up growing a little bit. But he went through that dilemma, and I was trying to help him through the process. He moved back to Australia when he was 17, and then he was weighing, uh, playing in the States collegiately, and he had some offers from Michigan State, uh, Tulsa, some, 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 some decent golf programs. Uh, you know, he just didn't play a ton over here. That's why he wasn't getting the, the Clemsons and the, and the SCs and the Stanfords. You know, right. the interest in the big, you know, the dominant programs. But he goes, you know, at the the amateur team over here is so good. Um, I've got to the point where they're, you know, they're going to help me get in some tournaments and uh, the tournament schedule over here. He goes, I think I'm just going to stay here. So he turned down a couple of, uh, full, you know, full scholarships at some pretty, pretty decent golf schools. Uh, so that just goes to show you um, what it means to these kids to be part of that Australian amateur team. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's weird because it's not like affiliated with a university or a college of it. It's basically just an amateur, like nope. a group of amateur you know, organized amateur golfers. Just basically, basically like the uh, the old Olympic Committee for the United States before they allowed professionals. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. Yep. It's, it's their their amateur. It's their amateur union. Yeah, that is really, really wild. Um, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Good, good for them, man. I mean, again, Hannah Green's victory was awesome, and that makes a ton of sense as to why there yeah. seems to be such a you know, a kind of camaraderie and sort of a, a cl- yeah. you know, a, a tight knit group among all the Australian golfers, oh, Australian amateur huge golfers. Huge camaraderie. Yeah, really, really, really awesome. Um, let's see one more note on the women's tournament before we move on, and this one is, if Anna Greens was joyous, this is whatever the opposite of that is, and that of course is Michelle Wee. Um, yeah. You know, the former U.S. Open champion. Um, Oddly enough, even, despite not really having a lot of success uh, over the last couple of years, mostly due to injury, I, Michelle Wee may still be the most recognizable and most famous uh, women's golfer in the world, which is kind of wild to me. Um, yeah. It, uh, but, I mean, for, for whatever reason, that is the case. And unfortunately, after um, rounds of 84 and 82 uh, in the Women's PGA Championship, she obviously withdrew. Um, she... You know, in a press conference that she did after a round, she kind of broke down into tears, quote, saying, I'm not entirely sure how much more I have left in me. Um, so yeah. even on the bad days, I just, you know, I'm just like trying to take time and just enjoy it. But it's tough. Um, and to me, that sounds like somebody that is nearing the breaking point of thinking maybe all this rehab that seems to just get foiled on my very first round back. Maybe it's just just not in the cards. And. That's a bummer. I I'm, think, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's probably a combination of things. You know, she just got engaged. Uh, she's, what, 30 now? Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, I think she's right about 30. That, that, that sounds about right. So, I mean, it, it, 
who knows? It, it could the, the the wrist injury, and believe me, I know all about it. Uh, it is. Uh, are, are you familiar? You're you're not you're not able to do the things you used to be used to be able to do. No. And it's uh, mentally, it's uh, it screws with you. You know, to be literal, uh, it it absolutely sucks, Kyle, uh, to not be able to hit a golf ball the way you used to. Um, and it's totally messing with your confidence. Where you know you, you used to walk up and see a lie and a flag and a in a green and you wouldn't, you just pull a club. You knew what kind of shot you were in hit. Now, you know, I, I, no, I can't speak for Michelle, but sometimes I walk to a lot, I'll walk up to a lot and I'm going, well, I, that's not an option anymore. So <laughs> let's, 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 let's plan B. You know what I mean? Jeez. So it messes with you mentally, physically. It's, you're rested, but then if you rest, you can't practice. You can't be confident. You can't, you're not playing well. You're not going to be confident. So it's, I mean, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's, uh, I totally get where she's coming from. Yeah. Um, but she might be at that age where, hey, she's won a major. She's won a couple of tournaments out there. She's made a ton of money, truckloads of money from Nike uh, and Kia. So financially, she she does not need to work ever again, nor will her kids or grandchildren. Right. So um, she's funny. You know, she, it, it could be a combination of things. Like, we don't know. Obviously, if you're shooting 84, 82, the risk is bad. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, the wrist is really bad uh, because she was, you know, a top fifty player in the world forever, and now she, it's it's brutal. You know, these things happen. But you look at uh, Annika walked away, started a family. Yeah. Lorena, who knows how many uh, majors Dude. she would have won if she kept playing. No like, kidding. think about that. Yeah. The, the two best, and then you know, Sayri is she's a little bit older, but. Uh, but you look at Annika and Lorena; they literally retired in their prime. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. You got you kind of forget how good they were when they walked away. Oh, they oh. were so good! Yeah, <laughs> they uh, were so good. Lorena, they were so good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of. They were unbelievable. So, yeah, it could be a combination of things. It's just you hate to see it happen. And, you know, we talked earlier. You know, we don't know if it's Anthony Kim's wrist that told him back or the uh, the uh, insurance. Um, uh, packages that he had him play to, to never play again when he took out a policy on himself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talked about him. Boy, we missed that guy. Yeah, but, no uh, you, you, you just you feel for Michelle. You do. You really do because she grew the game probably not as much as Tiger, but on on a similar scale for women. Um, she's she's done a lot for the game of golf. Completely agree. Um, so anyway, yeah. Michelle, we, uh, best wishes. We hope, you know, we, if you decide that you want to play golf again, we wish you a very speedy recovery, but also more, more so than speedy. Actually, we just hope, wish you a successful recovery, uh, whether you're playing golf or not, I hopefully, Absolutely. yeah, ho- hopefully that's not something that bothers you, you know, uh, into the foreseeable future. Um, now two more, uh, kind of professional related items I want to hit with you this week, boat, um, what, what, what do you want to jump into first? You know how, how excited you are for this weekend's Rocket Mortgage Classic at Detroit Golf Club, or do you want to talk about the uh, the new name for the men's you know professional developmental tour? Uh, let's go uh, Rocket Mortgage. Okay, Rocket Mortgage. Uh, Going to be you know a new event is on the PGA Tour calendar for this weekend. That of course, as we just mentioned, is the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Um, you know the powerful Caval- Cleveland Cavaliers owner Dan Gilbert, who is also the uh, yeah, you know, the, the man in charge at uh, at Quicken Loans in Rocket Mortgage. Uh, he is a Detroit resident. He is, uh, you know, he is forking his own money down 
to get this golf tournament in his own backyard. And they're going to be playing a really awesome, uh, from what I understand, Donald Ross Gem uh, in Detroit Golf Club this Donald weekend. Ross, Woo. North course. And uh, my, my cousin, Mackenzie Van Doris, uh, lives in Cleveland and works for uh, Rocket Mortgage, actually. Perfect. And Quicken Loans. And, um, yeah, they're a really prominent uh, employer in the uh, in that area up there. Uh, Donald Ross has his name on a lot of unbelievable golf courses, mainly private clubs. And the, I hate, I, I don't know how Midwest is, you know, designated Ohio. It, I like saying back East in the, in the Northeast. Um, but there is a lot of gems up there designed by Mr. Donald Ross. Yes. Didn't know this. Um, his brother ended up being head pro at Detroit Golf Club for uh, 31 years after it was built. Whoa. Or after, after, after it was designed, yeah. Huh. Uh, Alec, Alec Ross. And, uh, Pretty good little yeah, nugget there. We, I, we, we, we talked about it. Anytime you get the opportunity to play a Donald Ross course, jump at it. Uh, my grandpa was a member at Congress Lake just outside of Akron, Ohio. And um, it's, it is hard to explain. Um, that good, you huh? Can literally just, just rolling hills, unbelievable greens. Um, just, he had an eye for it. Uh, you know, they have that segment in, I think it's Golf Digest or Golf Magazine, where they interview a pro and they're like, you know, favorite food, favorite course. Uh, and, uh, you know, Ben's obviously from the Ohio area, Kent State guy. And, uh, you know, he could have said any of those unbelievable courses uh, in Ohio. You know, Scioto, uh, Firestone, mm-hmm. but he he, he, rattled, he rattled off uh, Congress Lake, which I thought was pretty cool. That's and awesome. uh, having 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 played there as a young young kid, and then recently about uh, four years ago, um, Donald Ross, jump at it, jump anyone at it. if you get the chance, jump at it. It's just uh, unbelievable designer. It's a shame he never really was able to spend any significant amount of time on the West Coast. I mean, I believe. He has one golf course west of the Rocky Mountains, and that is the Peninsula Golf Club in San Mateo here in the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, obviously very private. You know, very few people will get a chance to play it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you know, after that, the next the next closest course, I think, is the Broadmoor in Colorado. So but if you're yep. the Midwest from the East Coast, man, that guy designed a lot of golf courses, and most of which are uh, – universally adored and loved so very excited to see these guys Absolutely. play an architecturally interesting golf course this weekend um oh me too yeah it, it, it should be a lot of fun i i don't really have a whole lot else on the rocket mortgage classic uh un- unless you got anything else you want to touch on my man uh dustin johnson is getting five to one right now so <laughs> apparently they did apparently apparently he was like a junior member there or something but <laughs> Or or I or played the course thirty times in the off season, but he five to one. Uh, and then oh, I, another cool tidbit about Detroit Golf Club: the mayor of Detroit, membership included, no with the job. Wow! Oh, how cool is that? Never thought I wanted to go into politics until this very moment. My goodness! Wow. <laughs> That, right? Oh man, that actually sounds pretty enticing. My word. That's the greatest thing, greatest thing I've ever heard. God, that is incredible. Detroit, for you know, Detroit gets knocked on a lot, but if that's something that's going on out there, 
props, dude. That 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 is fantastic. Uh, that, that's an ex- that's an exquisite so cool. bit of knowledge. Um, yeah. All right. Now, now we got to get to the you know the elephant in the room here, boat. Yeah. The web.com yeah. tour is no more. All right. Uh, apparently, web.com has been bought out uh, by another parent company, and that parent company had no interest in continuing to sponsor um, the PGA Tour's developmental tour. You know, I, I think they signed a ten-year deal in 2012, so they still had like three years left. But uh, luckily yeah. for them, there was another company, a, a consulting firm, that was just so excited to just jump at the opportunity to sponsor this tour that they did not even hesitate. It allowed Web.com to to get out of there. And what we know, what we've always known as either the Nike Tour or the Web.com Tour, yeah. Um, it is now the Corn Ferry Tour. That's, uh, yeah. I, I wonder how much they, uh, do we know the contract? Do we know what it was worth? Uh, I, I don't have the specifics. I do know that the Corn Ferry, a consulting firm who apparently uh, helps people find super high-priced jobs, like when companies are looking for a CEO, they apparently pay these people okay. seven figures to go and find a new CEO. Uh, oh, okay. Seems seems pretty good. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I it just it, it's a little uh, <laughs> the one uh, the one takeaway that I thought was really great. So it's Corn Fairy, K O R N. So corn like the uh, you know like like the wonderful band from the nineteen nineties. Yep. Uh, then fairy yeah. tour. Uh, you know, <laughs> golf week writer Jeff Shackelford on uh, online asked. So will we say a player has corn status? or fairy status if he's uh, playing on the web.com tour. And uh, some gentleman online came back with the awesome one saying, well, technically it's Corn Fairy Consulting, so we're just going to go ahead and call it KFC status. <laughs> which, oh, that's great. Oh, which I really, really enjoyed immensely. Um, it's it's an interesting name. It, it, it definitely, it's odd. That, that, that's all I can say. It's, it's odd. It's an odd choice. Oh, yeah to for for branding for the tour granted if you have a sponsor that's willing to kick down the money it's hard to say no but uh yeah just kind of unfortunate for the guys on that tour what is that what is the candlestick used to be monster park yes remember three calm and then, then uh, Monster you know, or whatever. Three calm. yeah <laughs> uh yeah so i mean these yeah it's it is what it is uh i think i think the kfc thing's gonna, gonna stick that's gonna be great yeah that's the yeah down um, at the kfc tour <laughs> uh, which yeah there's it? been been a lot man uh was it hogan nike uh nationwide web.com um yeah on on the kfc on the kfc tour oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too bad all right well both we're uh, we're running up against the clock here so I, I need your uh i need some of your thoughts so the last thing we're going to cut touch on today is a uh article on golf digest that you sent me yesterday uh and this is one that's actually you know that unfortunately takes place here in our backyard in uh, Santa Maria, California, which, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is just a little bit south Boats of Santa Francisco. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, the The headline on this article is, and I shit you not, quote, five dead after golf course dispute leads to shooting neighborhood fire, end quote. That is not an article I thought I would ever see <laughs> on, on Golf Digest. That's, I, a, Kyle, that's the last time, the last time he starts talking to that guy's best. 
I know it's bad to laugh because these people are dead, but oh, Jesus Christ, that's phenomenal. Oh, man. Oh, Dude, I'm, I, I'm so bad. Now, hey, that might have... That might have been too soon. No, 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 but did you get the did you get the Step Brothers reference? Yeah, <laughs> you know what's really sad. The, I was song? Just, I, the no, Santa I, Maria. <laughs> Boats. Boats Boats no, I. This is Boats actually where knows. I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna lose all credibility with our listenership. Uh, somehow, <laughs> some way, Step Brothers is the only one of those Will Ferrell movies. That I oh. somehow, after all these years, have still never seen. I I feel. Oh, Kyle! I feel Kyle, like it's a da- shark week. I mean, it's. <laughs> I feel like a, the most king-sized Daryl in all of Northern California admitting something like that uh, on a powerful uh, podcast platform such as we have. But uh, I I think this is now. This this is now. Can, we, can point. I give me? Can I give you some? Can I give you some homework for the week? Please, please. You gotta watch that before the next plot. Okay. I mean, there's just there's so many great one-liners. You just need to do this for your, your general well-being that i can do that, that i i will make okay. it I, okay. I will make a point to watch Step Brothers before next week uh because uh, okay. admittedly when, when you drop a great reference like that and i don't pick it up i i almost feel like i'm letting it go to waste i mean granted most of the listeners I, will probably I have got it I, I wish i wish i knew what you were thinking when i was going <laughs> boats and o's boats and o's you're gonna watch that movie and you're gonna you're gonna fucking crack up uh there's a golf reference uh, there's a golf reference. Um, uh, you're really going to enjoy it. Okay, good. Um, all right. <laughs> Back to this, uh, just super fucking wild article. Uh, just, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pull a little quote here. Uh, it's the second paragraph of this article. Quote, according to Santa Maria police, a longstanding feud between three men boiled over Friday at the golf course of the Casa Grande estates minutes after the trio was witnessed arguing Gunshots were fired. One man was fatally shot inside the Casa Grande clubhouse, while another was found dead on the grass nearby, according to the Santa Maria Times. End quote. Jesus Christ! What the hell? I mean, that must have. Did. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know, man. <laughs> that is fucking the wild. The guy was shit. a little. Was he tight-lipped? He, he didn't give the guy a two-footer? Did he, I mean, uh, what are the other possibilities? I just... Right? Like, uh, guy caught him cheating, maybe? Gave him, um, a, gave him a Noonan in the backswing? I, 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 I don't know. And, and here, this is where it gets even crazier, about The very next, uh, very next paragraph, quote, After the shooting, police believed the suspect returned to his home. Moments later, his home went up in flames following a small explosion. End quote. As if the as if the gunshot yeah, shooting wasn't enough. There's got to be a follow up article coming. Woo. But maybe this guy was just like he would just like maybe this guy was the club champion. He always parked in his spot in his designated <laughs> parking spot. Uh, who knows? Maybe he was. Maybe he got a hold of the guy's gin number and was posting scores for the guy <laughs> to uh, bring him back down to closer to his playing level. I mean. There's so many options. I can't wait until we get the inside scoop. Oh I got, my god! We got it. The people, the people deserve to know, Kyle. Really? What, what I want is, first of all, those are all outstanding and very, quite possibly accurate uh, estimations of what went on. I, I, I want to hear what the listeners have to say as well. If the listeners have any, if if you guys want to prog- you know, prognosticate what exactly could have Absolutely. possibly happened, we we want to hear from you. Get at us at the golf guide, you know, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I mean, any. Any thoughts you have, maybe I'll even put a poll, a poll up so people can then enter their own responses. It's just, I mean, whew. the golf guide podcast, <laughs> we 
deserve the truth. The, we want answers. We want them now. I mean, it could have been it could have been something where maybe at one of the club dinners, <laughs> maybe one of the guys made a pass at the other guy's wife uh, that, that, after too many too many apple teenies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's there these things happen, but it usually doesn't get carried away to the point of getting gunned down while still in the clubhouse. And on that note, uh, we're going to put a wrap on this podcast. That, that seems like a perfect place to end this one boat. <laughs> you just, you gotta, you gotta end on a high. Uh, oh, wow. man, that is wild. Um, all right, boat. I had an awesome time, man. Anything else you want to share with the listeners before we, uh, we bid them adieu until next week. I think we did our job. I mean, I, I think we covered all our bases. It's going to be a great week. It is. It really is. It's going to be a very fun, uh, you know, it's not a major championship, but I think we're going to have a, a very fun uh, golf tournament to watch this weekend. I'm certainly going to be tuned in, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, dissecting it and, uh, and, and discussing what we see uh, on next week's pod. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, on that note, Boat, thank you very much, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Um, yeah, man, this is going to be great. Step brothers. Step Do brothers. it. <laughs> you got it. All right, later, amigo. Talk to you later.